morning sports fans betters and cappers and welcome to the daily competitive hedge podcast i'm your host of the show kenneth cotterell and thank you all for joining me here this morning on our live show uh we talk about the day that was in the sports world including our athlete of the day we talk about the games coming up today what bets we like including our competitive hedge parlay of the day because this show is all about sports and the world of betting And our episode today is brought to you by our sponsor, Bet99. Bet99 is a Canadian sportsbook and casino that offers in-play betting, player props, a cash-out option, and many, many more great products. There are a variety of sports available on the site to bet on, including NFL, NBA, NHL, and MLB. Bet99 works smoothly on both desktop and mobile. The Bet99 mobile app can be downloaded from the homepage of the website. Depositing and withdrawing funds is hassle-free with a number of well-known methods available to use so you know your money is safe and secure. The website can be viewed in both English and French. Obviously, we're up here in Canada, got to be bilingual. And customer service is available 24-7 as well. So go to bet99.com today to make an account and get started. Please gamble responsibly, only 19 plus, play responsibly, and available to people in Ontario only. So with that, let's talk about that athlete of the day, and that's Andre Pae for the Tampa Bay Lightning. What's so amazing about him is how big he's been in this series. And it it showed last night in the fact that he scored the game winner with a minute 50 left in the third period. But he's got four goals in five games, tack on a couple apples on top of that as well. He had three points in game four, and so he shows up in a big way. He's a role player that's helping Tampa Bay dig themselves out of this two to nothing deficit that they were in. Now it's three to two with all to play for. So shout out to Pai for winning our athlete shout out of the day. Then we had last night's bets. We're actually going to recap the last couple nights we took yesterday off. We put out a statement about the fact that, you know, sleeping in is not more important than this show. And so that's why we're back today with a lot of bets. Wednesday night, we missed on the parlay, unfortunately, uh, we went one and two that night. We had Colorado and San Fran over eight and a half, which missed. We had Boston first half minus one and a half in the NBA that hit. And then the Mets money line, that was our big stinker of the night as they lost by almost double digit runs. Player props wise, though, we went five and one that night. We had Clay Thompson over 18 and a half points. Marcus Smart over 13 and a half points. We had Springer and Ramirez both over one and a half bases and Kelly over four and a half Ks. The lone loser of the night was Shane Bieber, and we got screwed over on that one. Bieber was rolling through four innings, had six Ks, but then the rain delay came in, and the Guardians decided to pull him at that moment. So tough miss on that one. Last night, though, we cashed the parlay. Tampa Bay minus 137 versus the Rangers. We cashed that. Portugal first half money line versus the Czech Republic. Cashed that one. 
and the Marlins money line versus the Nationals at minus 135. So the parlay cashes at plus 466. That's why you got to follow our social media accounts. If for whatever reason I sleep in, you got to be there to see what bets we still have for the day. Not a great day on the player prop side, two and four on the night. Vasilevsky under 28 and a half saves and Trevor Rogers over four and a half Ks were the lone winners. Jota couldn't score for Portugal. Betts and Acuna had bad days at the plate and Kalorn with no points for Tampa Bay. And then first round of the Canadian Open, we had Mackenzie Hughes over CT Pan. That one was voided when Pan pulled out of the tournament. Finau over Connors, we cashed that at minus 107. But Dylan Fertelli over Nick Taylor, that one misses. Fertelli shoots a plus four while Nick Taylor goes even par. Now let's talk about the day that was recap. We're going to go back a couple days and quickly touch on that NBA Finals game. Boston won 16 to 100 over Golden State. Great performance by Jalen Brown. First half, he had 22 points, finished with 27, 9, and 5. Jason Tatum with 26, 9, and 6. Marcus Smart, 24, 7, and 5. And Al Horford, 11, 8, and 6. When you got those four guys putting up that kind of production, they're going to be tough to beat. And on the Golden State side, Steph Curry had 31 points, Clay had 25, and Wiggins had 18. The big uh, question mark was Draymond Green, two points, four rebounds, three assists on just one of four shooting. Uh, people were making fun of him about the podcast and he, how he fouled out, how he mentally doesn't seem in it. Clay was talking about the fans. Finally, they're playing a team that can match them depth-wise, and we're going to see if they're going to crack tonight in Game 4. We'll chat more about that game in a little bit here. NHL Game 5, we had Tampa Bay winning versus the New York Rangers. Tampa Bay wins that game 3-1. to one. Uh, Vasilevsky with 24 saves. Sergachev had a goal in the second period for them to tie it up when they were down one nothing. Paye adds one with a minute 50 to go. And then Hagel with the empty net goal to clinch this one 3-1. to one. The Rangers had 24 saves from Igor Shesterkin. And Ryan Lindgren had the lone goal here. But the Rangers played better in the first period. And then just from then on out, the champs seemed to take over. They outshot them in both the second and third periods. They won the faceoff battle as well. Overall, the Rangers now, they've been in this spot before. They were down to the Penguins 3-1. to one. They were down to Carolina 3-2. to two. Now they're down three to two to the back-to-back cup champs. So this series is far from over. We're not going to chalk this one up as Tampa Bay is automatically winning game six and they're going on to face Colorado. The Rangers can go in and steal a game in somebody's building. We saw them do it to Carolina in game seven. So we're not going to rule it out quite yet, but the Rangers being up 2-0 now down three to two, they're going to need to show some grit and get some pucks past Vasilevsky. On the MLB front, we had a loaded day of MLB games yesterday. And finally, the LA Angels snapped their massive losing streak. They beat the Red Sox 5-2. to two. I was going to wear my Red Sox shirt on the show. Just didn't feel right when you lose to the team that's lost 14 straight. But nonetheless, Diamondbacks beat the Rays 5-4. to four. The Rays beat the Cardinals 2-1. to one. The shootout of the day, the Dodgers win 11-9 to nine over the Chicago White Sox on the road. Phillies beat the Brewers on the road 8-3. Rockies beat the Giants on the road 4-2. Marlins 7-4 over the Nationals at home. Trevor Rogers, shout out to him for the win. Guardians 8-4 over the A's at home. Braves 3-1 over the Pirates at home. Yankees 10-7 over the Twins on the road. Royals over the Orioles 7-5 at home. And then as we said, Angels, they win that game. 
A couple days ago, we saw the Connecticut Sun. They beat the Indiana Fever 88-69. And the Washington Mystics beat the Chicago Sky 84-82. Always love to mention WNBA on this show. We bet it all the time. Maybe it's a part of today's parlay. You'll have to wait and see. But we definitely love the WNBA here at the Competitive Hedge Podcast. Their league pass is cheap and great quality basketball if you love the sport. Nations League, we had a few games over the last couple days. We only touch on the national A level. Uh, we There is the B and C level. It's just tough to judge some of those games when you don't have some of the more well-known sides. But Belgium beat Poland a couple days ago, 6-1. to one. And Robert Lewandowski, he opened up the scoring in the 28th. They looked like they were going to be rolling. And then Belgium just crushed them from then on. Witzel in the 42nd, Kevin De Bruyne in the 59th. Trossard added two in the 73rd and 80th minute. Den Docker, he had a goal in the 83rd and Openda in the 93rd. Just a really tough result for Poland. They're not a, a bad side by any means. As we said, they got Robert Lewandowski. They always have a chance. But Belgium, one of the best clubs in the world, just showed their quality, especially in that second half. And then the Netherlands beat Wales 2-1. to one. That was on the road. Cope Meaners had a goal in the 50th minute. Norrington Davies looked like he had stolen a point in the 92nd just to have Weghorst score in the 94th minute. So that day on the show, we did say, well, you should you should definitely take a draw because all these games have been drawing. And then since then, we haven't had a draw, including yesterday when we had Portugal versus Czech Republic. Two to nothing was the result for Portugal. Both those goals came in the first half. Cancelo had one in the 33rd and Gudez in the 38th minute. Portugal just dominated the game. They had 63% of the possession. They deserve to win and they pick up three points because of it. And Switzerland versus Spain. The lone goal was Pablo Sarabina in the 13th minute, but Spain dominated on the road 66% of the possession throughout. So they deserved that result. Now, Canadian Open-wise, Wyndham Clark leads after the first round at minus seven. It's a one-shot lead over Matthew Fitzpatrick. We had Matthew Fitzpatrick as one of our miscut potentials, so it looks like we're going to absolutely whiff on that one. But you never know. We'll see what happens in today's round. As far as our future bets look for this event, uh, our winners were Rory, who's T5, and Sebastian Munoz, who's tied for 27th. Top 10, we have Sam Burns, who's plus 155 to finish top 10. He was T10 at the end of day one. Tony Finau, plus 250. He's T5 after the first day. And top 20, Jonathan Vegas, he was plus 210. He's at tied for 64th. He's going to need to move on Friday. And Keith Mitchell is T10, and that value is plus 205. Now, as we said, Fitzpatrick, that one doesn't look great. However, Tyrrell Hatton, plus 235. He is T120, so unless he has a big round two, we could see Tyrrell missing the cut heading into next week's U.S. Open. Would be a great cash for the program at plus 235. Now, if we're talking about big games on the slate today, we're going to start with that Canadian Open. We do have a few bets that we like for round two today, starting with the all-Canadian group. I like Mackenzie Hughes today over Adam Hadwin and Mike Weir. Hadwin has the best odds in this group at plus 115. But Hughes, I just seem to like him more in this event. Uh, Hadwin has played well here in the past, but I just think Hughes is going to have a good day today. So plus 140 on Mackenzie Hughes. Tony Finau over JJ Taylor and TJ JT Spawn. I think that's it. 
Uh, Finau, though, plus 110 today. He played great in round one. I think he's going to continue here. He loves this event, and he always seems to play well on Friday. And then Tyler Duncan over Dylan Fratelli and Robert Streb. That's another one that you can find over at bet99.com. Just really like these betting lines today. It is tougher when you start to factor in the third guy in a group, I definitely, but I do think that Fratelli played terribly. Streb isn't much better, and so I think Duncan takes that group today. We also have NBA Finals Game 4 tonight between the Celtics and Warriors. Celtics are minus 4 the last time I looked, and over-under is 214.5. They've blown past it on a couple of occasions already in this NBA Finals, but the Celtics are just killing Golden State inside. Rebounds in Game 3, it was 47-31 to 31 last game. And, you know, everyone's making a lot about Draymond Green and podcasting. And, you know, he went on his own show and said, you know what? That's not going to stop me from doing it. It's something that I like. What do you think I'm supposed to do? Just go and sit in my hotel room? Uh, you've got Clay Thompson complaining about the crowd and even someone in Draymond Green's family. Same thing. But show up and play like the dynasty that you are. You know, they're they're banged up heading into this game. Steph Curry, he's banged up. He clearly is not going to be at 100% tonight. So if you are the dynasty that you think that you are, you need to show up. Clay needs to show up. Guys like Jordan Poole off the bench need to have a big performance. Andrew Wiggins, Kevon Looney, who's a starter for this team, he needs to commit to the boards. We've already seen him in this playoffs have multiple games where he's had 15 or 20 rebounds. He needs to do that for them tonight and really uh, key in on getting these rebounds and not allowing these second chance points. The amount of times in that third and fourth quarter in game four you just saw smart going in and getting the offensive board or grant williams or robert williams like you can't keep giving up all these offensive boards giving them second chance opportunities that's why they were able to pull away in the fourth so let's see if the warriors have some fight left in them uh if not you're down three to one obviously you've lost a three to one series now could you come back and win a three to one you definitely prefer for it to be two two having that home court advantage in a best of three moving forward WNBA-wise, we've got three games tonight. You've got the Chicago Sky taking on the Connecticut Sun. Always love tuning into those games when you've got Candace Parker on the floor. She's one of my favorite players to watch. you got the New York Liberty and the Indiana Fever. Sabrina Ionescu, must-watch must TV on the WNBA side. And then you've got Seattle versus Dallas. You've got Ungbungawale taking on Brianna Stewart. That's probably the game of the night tonight, if I had to say so, on the West Coast. Chicago and Yukon might be one of the best uh, two teams in the Eastern Conference. And then Nations League-wise today, we've got Austria, who's plus 360, going up against France, who's minus 143. The draw for this game is plus 245. But this is a critical game, not because France can advance, but because they want to stay up. The fact that they lost their opener to Denmark 2-1, to they then drew Croatia. They need a result here today, knowing that Croatia needs one as well. So I think they're going to come out motivated. They're the road team against Austria, but I still believe that they're going to put up a big fight today in that game. And Denmark, they're minus 105, taking on Croatia, who's plus 290. Croatia also needs this result. I do think Denmark's the better side in there at home, but Croatia, we've seen them show up in big tournaments, and so maybe they upset today with that plus 290. I would lean the draw of that game at 235, but that's just me. Now, game lines that we are leaning but waiting on, 
These are the games that we're likely going to bet on, but we'll wait closer to first pitch, puck drop, or tip off in order to play. Starting with Boston and Golden State, I do like I like the Boston side of this game, but I'm also waiting on this injury report. It is a key one when you've got Steph Curry, who's a game-time decision with his foot issue. You've got Otto Porter, who has a foot issue as well. And then on the Boston side, you've got Robert Williams, who has a knee problem. So when you have many key contributors who have injury concerns, don't bet this game yet. Definitely wait on it. The last thing you want to do, especially if you're on the Golden State side, is you bet Golden State to win, and then Steph Curry gets ruled out. Not that they can't win without him, but it would be a lot tougher if you did end up betting that side of things. And then the other game that we're waiting on today is the Mets and Angels. The Angels, as we said, they just snapped their 14-game losing streak. The Mets have Tyler McGill going, who's 4-2 and two on the year with a 4.41 ERA. And then Jonathan Diaz for the Angels with his 1.32 ERA, who's 1-0. and I do like the Angels, but I'm just waiting closer to first pitch. I want to see where the money's going on this game. Are a lot of people going to jump on the Angels now that they've you know, ended this losing streak? Or is it going to go the opposite way? Are we going to see uh, a lot of people rolling with the Mets because they think that the Angels can't win two in a row? So waiting on those betting lines and going to bet that closer to first pitch. Now let's talk about our player prop lines. We post all of those on our social media accounts at CompEdgePod, so you definitely don't want to miss those. Uh, They primarily go out on Twitter. We also put them out on Instagram. We're getting better at putting them out on there. So same at for both of those accounts. But let's get into talking about our competitive lay of the day. This is our daily three-team parlay. No odds are worse than minus 150. Only looking to put out winners here. Obviously, bet responsibly. Uh, That's what Bet99 preaches. That's what the Competitive Hedge podcast preaches. And if you need gambling help, then definitely go to Responsible Gaming for that. Now, let's talk about the parlay today. France, first half money line versus Austria at plus 122. As I said, I just really like France to win this game. It's a must-win situation. It'd be an absolute disaster if they dropped this game and then they get sent down a division in the Nations League. So I think they jump out to an early lead. I don't think that they trail at any point in this game. I think Austria is quite fortunate to be where they're at. And so I believe that France wins this game and they win it early. So the first half money line at plus 122. We've cashed Portugal first half money line already this week and others. So we really love this first half money line play. New York versus Indiana under 160 and a half at minus 134. Buying two points just to be safe on this one, but one team is going to no-show in this game. And when you're near the bottom of the standings, like both of these teams are in the WNBA, it's because you're inconsistent. You know, Sabrina Ionescu, she's been great the last number of games. She also played terribly the couple weeks prior to that. So if she doesn't score, then New York doesn't score because she really does. This team goes as far as she takes them. Indiana's also a very young side. So I I like one of these teams to put up a dud, maybe 60, 65 points. And that's going to be enough for us to cash the under. There's going to be no 40 point blowout here. So I definitely like the under 160 and a half. And then to cap it off, the Milwaukee Brewers and the Washington Nationals over seven and a half at minus 150. Bought the half a run here at the over eight is minus 120. 
but I do want to be a tad careful given that Ashby's on the mound for the Brewers. He's looked great recently. He's on my fantasy team as well, so hoping he actually pitches well today. But Fetty going for the Nationals, that's not a great pitching matchup. I think the Brewers are going to chase him before the first five is even over. To be honest, if you want to bet first five on this Brewers and Washington game, I think that would be a great decision as well. Um, But nonetheless, I just think the Brewers are the better team. They're going to chase him. Ashby, he may go six, seven innings, but then the Nationals are going to score on this Brewers bullpen. They're not a great bullpen to begin with. And so I really do like that play for sure. I mean, if you're looking at first five, even the Brewers are minus 190. So I think it goes to show the fact that the odds are even better to bet the full game on the money line than the first five. So really do like this over seven and a half play. Uh, I think the Brewers could even get to that eight runs on their own today with Fetty going. So the odds on this parlay are plus 548. Alternate play of the day. Uh, We're going to wait and see on this one. You know what? Actually, let's give it out this morning. We're going to roll with the Phillies money line minus 135 against the Diamondbacks. You got Kyle Gibson going for the Phillies and Zach Gallen going for the Diamondbacks. We bet the Diamondbacks a lot lately, but I do think the Phillies are going to get it done at home today. So minus 135 on that play. But we appreciate everyone who tunes into the live show every morning. Uh, Apologies again for the sleeping in yesterday. Definitely will be a lot better with that moving forward. Shout out to my guys over at the Hoopers pod for holding me accountable. And and I do love love that for sure. But I appreciate everyone. We'll see you tomorrow morning going at 11 a.m. Eastern time. Uh, Might talk a little bit more in depth about the finals, maybe some Canadian Open. We'll see. Might have a guest on tomorrow as well. But this has been the Daily Competitive Hedge Podcast, and we'll see you tomorrow morning.